0: Josh Allen is not elite. Adam Gase deserves another chance. (laughs) Trevor Lawrence was a reach. Yeah he's never won a fantasy championship. The guy drafted a kicker in the fifth fucking round. Gentlemen, yeah, it's an early one, bright and early on a Saturday.
1: Yeah,
0: gotta gotta get this shit in today. We got stuff to do later, so (laughs) it's uh it's an early morning podcast this week.
1: Uh, welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Four Stringers, brought to you by your boys Ozan and Wink. Yes sir. Um, happy to have you back. Happy to be here. Uh, this week we or I guess this episode, still the same week, I suppose. Uh, we are going over the Week Nine Shine Pines and Borderlines.
0: Yeah, we're gonna shine you up. We're gonna pine you up. We're gonna borderline you. What? <laughs> so like, the look he gave me when he said that. I don't understand <laughs>
1: what you were trying to get at. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, let's cut let's the awkward tension right and <laughs> just get right into it. Because I don't know how else to respond to that. So
0: uh, start us off with your quarterback shine um, of I got my my top one is gonna be Justin Herbert this week. What dude, me too. <laughs> what <the? laughs> dude, we do this every week. Um yeah, I so here's the thing with Philly's defense. Um nobody thinks that they're that great, but they're actually not terrible no, against the really pass. Not. This is more of a gut pick to me. I I just have a feeling that he's going to play well. You he's can't a, worry on him, dude. He's had a couple of down weeks and they are the one of the most pass happy offenses in the NFL. Um you know, like I said, Philly's pass defense is actually fairly good.
1: Um, yeah, Darius Slay's pretty good. Uh, I also yeah. think Philly coming off a huge week like they did last week against Detroit isn't going to bode well for them because a lot of times teams come out and lay
0: eggs after forty-point weeks. Like, yeah, that. I mean they just they beat the piss out of you know Detroit, and it's not like they looked great doing it. It's just no. it's Detroit, yeah. Um, who at this point in the season the wheels have just fallen off. Oh god, they're done. They were they were tough to start the year. It's falling apart now. Apparently Vrabel texted Dan Campbell the other day. Yikes.
1: And was just like, stay the course, it'll get better. <laughs> I don't know if it will, buddy. he <laughs> just
0: big brothered him so hard. Dan Campbell might be a one and done. Yeah, I don't know. I think they'll give him another chance. I, they should. I like I like his... It's horizon. hard to
1: get. It's hard to be the rah-rah guy when you're
0: 0-8, though. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. You can't they, really
1: get guys buying in when to be, you're getting to be blown fair, out though, every game.
0: It's not like he's had a chance to build anything up. Yes, they I gave agree. him a dog shit team to coach. Yeah, he
1: started with, and they're like, "Oh, by the way, we traded your franchise quarterback." Right.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, I, I I don't put a lot of it on Dan Campbell, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's a one and done. Even though I don't, I wouldn't agree with it.
1: Right. Oh, your two um, starting wide receivers—they both left in free agency. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. How bad can we make your offense? We're about right. to find out.
0: <laughs> Seriously, but. Anyway, um, I I do think this is going to be a week for Herbert to come back, and because he's had a couple down weeks too. Yeah, um, he started off the year hot, and then he's kind of cooled off a bit. But I think it's a good matchup for him. I do think he's gonna, you know, he's gonna give you a pretty solid week. I think he's, I I think I'd put him in my top five QBs of the week. Um, maybe yeah, not everybody I, feels I see that him way. A big game this week I just well. I I just think it's going to be like a three hundred and a multi touchdown game for him.
1: Yeah. It's yeah, really kind of, in my opinion, the floor for Herbert is like 300 and two touchdowns.
0: Yeah, I don't have a great real like a statistical analysis for him this <laughs> week. I just, I, I just have a feeling, I have a gut feeling.
1: Um, my first, I guess, since we already kind of went over Herbert, would be Jalen Hurts versus the Chargers. Okay. Um, so I basically just really like this game from a quarterback perspective. Chargers have a decent pass defense, but they have the league's worst rush defense. And mm-hmm. versus Jalen Hurts, I think that's going to bode well. Uh, you have Boston Scott. I guess if you want, if you want to pretend that that's serviceable, Kenneth <laughs> Gainwell is fine.
0: Yeah, after last week, I don't know which. Yeah, one of those no, two. it
1: doesn't make sense to me. Gainwell was being used more all year, and then game script goes to Boston Scott. Yeah, when I I Miles Sanders is on our, makes no sense to me. I don't understand. So. With that being said, obviously I'm staying away from running backs there, but having Jalen Hurts against a really bad run D I think bodes well, and I don't think that they're going to be necessarily blown out, but I Mm -hmm. think that they're going to have to obviously score points to stay in this game playing a really good quarterback in offense so i could see him running a lot. Uh, yeah. I just I really like Hurts this week. I think there's too much upside there not to start him.
0: I could see a lot of because i, I also think that they're going to be down in this game. I could see a lot of dropbacks and mm-hmm. you know Scrabbles. even if he's, yeah. yeah even if he's not throwing the ball a ton or well, but if he's dropping back a ton and running, that'll get you some points. I had others. him in my borderline list actually okay. because you know, i didn't I, I don't feel as high on him as you do. Um, but i do think that there is some potential for upside. I do think if he doesn't rush for a touchdown, though, he, um, the Chargers are good enough against the pass, or he's not going to be able to throw the ball well, I don't think. And so if he doesn't give you a rushing touchdown, I think you're going to get a very mediocre game from him. Okay. But the rushing touchdown upside is always there with him. So if he can get into the end zone uh, once or even twice, then you know obviously you're in the money there. But right. I think it'll, it come, it's going to come down to that for me.
1: Fair enough, dude. Fair um, enough.
0: Another name I absolutely love yeah. this week. Oh god. Jordan Love. Uh he's on my borderlands. <laughs> uh taking on the Chiefs. Three
1: on both the same guy, so. And
0: you know, it's not like I the Chiefs are obviously they're going to they're going to try to force the Packers to for, they're going to force the rookie, you know, mm-hmm. or not the rookie, but the first time starter to win the game, I think. Um but we've seen it this year with like Cooper Rush, obviously. And you know, what's his name? Matt White. Or the fuck uh, that guy's name is?
1: Yeah, I want to say that that's right. to the name. White, Colin White.
0: I don't know. Whatever it was. Um, he twice this year we've seen it where just un unheard of players come in and start and put up monster games.
1: Yeah, 400 yards. What and, is that?
0: And both of them, well, I believe, were undrafted. Um, that's not like they have a very high pedigree. Jordan Love is a first round pick for a reason. He's obviously got talent that, that put him in that conversation. And he's got a great matchup. Kansas City's defense is in complete Mike disarray. White. Mike White. Okay,
1: <laughs> took me a second. Um, yeah,
0: Kansas City's defense is atrocious. They're they're in complete disarray. Uh, I don't think that they could stop. I think the Lions could put thirty on Kansas City's defense. I give. I I'd go that far. Wow. Um, they're just bad, and they. I don't. I don't know how. Well, I guess I do know how, but... Yeah, right, they're not not—they're not great, but <laughs> um, they should be better. So I i do think Love's going to have a chance to <coughs> have a, a big game. Plus, he wants to prove himself. You know, you think about Aaron Rodgers when he took over for Brett Favre. I'm sure he had a chip on his shoulder and was very motivated to say, look, you know, I'm i am the heir apparent, and I'm going to be every bit as good as, you know, the guy that I'm taking over for.
1: Yeah, do you think Trevor knows he watched Rodgers start his last game already?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs>
1: We're going to get Jordan Love and Odell Beckham when we go to the field in two weeks.
0: Yeah, that could be that could be a wild game to watch. Yeah, that's kind
1: of my prediction. I think Odell's going to Green Bay.
0: I, I think that's a good fit for him. I think it's one of the best fits for him. You put him opposite Devontae Adams and put in a fully immunized Aaron Rodgers back on oh the field. Oh, God,
1: here we go with that.
0: Can you imagine? Do
1: you oh. think he's going to get suspended?
0: I don't know. I think he probably should. Base. I mean, he knew the NFL protocols, and he just didn't do them anyway. And if you let him do that, everybody's gonna want to do it. You know, there's gonna and there's probably other players. Apparently, that are
1: doing the whole it too. team
0: knew though. See, and that's so a, he says. So he says, but even if they knew and and they just let him do it anyway, it's like. The, there's got to be some sort of a form right. of a punishment Team like you punishment can't you can't let teams just decide like okay we're going to are said follow. they'd forfeit games yeah we're not we're not going to follow this rule we're going to follow this one but not that one and like that if this was the patriots and this was tom brady oh, God. you know 8 years ago mm-hmm. what would have happened you know uh,
1: a picket line outside of Gillette Stadium, probably.
0: Goodell would have creamed his pants thinking about the fucking punishment he was going to hand out to the yeah, Patriots. Yeah, he would have been pumped. In.
1: He did. He didn't like Brady ever. Oh, not at all. Or the Patriots. So I. It made no s- sense to me because they were making his league so much money.
0: Seriously.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: On both sides, because the teams that or the people that love the Patriots were obviously spending money to see him, and the teams that hate or the people that hated the Patriots were spending money to watch him lose, mm-hmm. which rarely happened.
1: And you got a lot of viewership just because everyone wanted the Patriots oh, against yeah. Goliath. They oh, wanted yeah. them to lose every time. It
0: benefits the league to have a team like that. Mhm. It, it definitely does.
1: When the Warriors were the Warriors yeah. in the NBA. Exactly. It was, as unfun as it was for me to watch. Yeah. It was I mean, it was good for the league. Yeah.
0: Um anyway, Jordan Love I think against Kansas City is a, a great matchup. You're it's very unproven so there's always a gamble, but if you're going to gamble with an unproven, un, you know, a kid that doesn't have any sort of game experience, this is the matchup to do it. Um, so if you need a streamer this week, go get Jordan Love, because I think he could give you a good game.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, my last shine of the week, since you covered one of mine, <laughs> like you always do, uh, do you know what day it is, Wink? <clears throat> uh, today is November 6th. Mm-hmm. It is the start of Kirk-vember. Oh, Kirk pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kirk Cousins against Baltimore this week at Baltimore. Right. Uh, they're giving up almost 300 yards through the air, which is good for the worst in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, Justin Jefferson has not been great. And Thielen, other than the touchdown, really didn't do much last Sunday versus the Cowboys either. So... I could really see a bounce-back game here from Minnesota overall. I just don't think that Baltimore's defense is going to be able to hang with them. And their run D is pretty good. So I think that if they're going to win this game, they're going to have to beat Baltimore through the air. And yeah. so because of that, I think Kirk's going to succeed. And it's at noon.
0: It's not past 7 o'clock. For so whatever Kirk reason, play fine. those noon games is mm-hmm. where he is. Yep. It's, it's his rhythm. that he At least he claims it's, it's the rhythm of getting up in the morning, getting his shit together, whatever. But I think uh, for the Vikings, they have to be – incredibly motivated they know that if they lose this game they are in a lot of trouble yeah you got a
1: damn near win out
0: like they're already deep like in deep (laughs) as it is but they've got a a pretty tough schedule going forward they got uh baltimore this week and then i forget who they play next week but i know that the next few games they got the packers the chargers um there's a few really rough games in there so I mean, yeah, if they, you
1: want any hope of making the playoffs, you definitely got to win that Packers game. Yeah,
0: I mean, they they can't afford to drop even two or three more games this year, really, or else they're not going to get in the wild card spot. Just the way that the NFC West is, because they're probably going to put at least two, maybe three teams in the playoffs.
1: You're most likely not catching Green
0: Bay. So this is the this is the next uh, four games for the Vikings. They got Baltimore, the Chargers, the Packers, and then the Niners. Then they play Detroit, and then they got Pittsburgh, and then they play Chicago. Mm-hmm. And then they play the Rams before they get the Packers again. Like, that's a, outside of like two games. That's tough.
1: Yeah, we play the Rams this week, too. We're on the back end of our really intense part of the schedule, which is nice. But I do losing like the Derek because of it sucks.
0: Uh-huh. D. I do like the matchup for Kirk this week, though. Like you said, the Baltimore pass defense is been very good. And like I was saying, for a team that's motivated, that they know they need to win and they can't afford to drop many games, they're mm-hmm. going to do whatever they have to to. To score points to win the game. Plus, after a dud that they put up last week, I mean, that was embarrassing. (laughs) Truly embarrassing. They need to prove themselves. Yeah, Cedric
1: Wilson went off on you guys. Yeah, he did. Best wide receiver in the fucking cowboys, dude.
0: Harrison Smith made him look like it.
1: (laughs) Harrison Smith gets mixed tape a lot. It all went downhill after Golden
0: Tate flipped on him. Like
1: stiff armed him and then flipped on the other guy.
0: I think he gets caught trying to maybe not trying to do too much that he's a Mm headhunter, but I, he's for years, he's done so much for the defense, but now that the defense is not as good as they used to be, I think he's feels like it's his responsibility to elevate them even more. Yeah. It's like, dude, how much more can you do? Um, like if they're, you know, if their pass rush sucks, it's like you can't really help yeah, that much. I
1: think he's kind of running into the similar situation that Kevin Byard ran into last year, where the defense is just not nearly as good as it has been, and now you're trying to do five other guys' jobs because they're either too young and don't know yeah. what they're doing, or you need to communicate it and make sure they're in the right spot. You're so you're basically trying to play multiple positions, yep. and there's so much going on that you just can't focus on what your job is, and so you get burned a lot.
0: Yep, I agree. Um, that was your last shine, correct? Correct. Okay. I lost my spot for a second. Um, are you ready to move into Pines? I am, sir. Cool. My first one this week is Kyler Murray. Really? Yeah. Because that's my first
1: one, and I literally can't with this game. (laughs) I. Whatever, whatever we, whatever game we are playing, we need to stop, (laughs) because we have the same list so far.
0: And we. We I used love to, to see it though. when we first started doing this, we used to go over our list together so we wouldn't have a bunch of overlap, and then we figured it would be good to have that surprise element. hmm yeah, Well it was good too, because you get
1: different aspects of why people are thinking these things. Yeah.
0: So now yeah, now there's all kinds of overlap and it happens every single day. Hey, that's good. You should you should feel very confident about these picks then. Um but yeah, marie has got a, was it a shoulder injury? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's questionable. His list is questionable. Um and I don't think it's his throwing arm, ankle. He's got an ankle injury and he didn't practice at all this week. No, I saw that. You didn't play or but practice you, there. But so. you take away his scrambling ability if his ankles, you know, roughed up. Against San Francisco. against friends San Francisco. <laughs> like if he can't scramble around and then huck the ball deep after, you know, 15 seconds of running around. I don't know what you I don't I don't know what to expect. Right, it. and it's
1: a division game. I could see San Francisco stealing that game.
0: I could too. Totally.
1: Uh, they also are only giving up 196 yards a game versus the pass. So that doesn't really bode well for Kyler on the offense too. Being it's one of the best pass defenses in the league. Yeah. Um, also, D Hop
0: is banged up as well. Yep. So. Yeah, I don't know. I just this, this game has a, just a lot of red flags. You're right, and the, like you said, it's a division game. These games, even though this offense is super good, these division games in that division, especially, always seem to be, you know, you expect 50 points total, and then you get about 35. Mm-hmm. It's like a seventeen to thirteen game. It happens w- way more often than it than uh, I think than I expect it to. Like I'm at the point now where I just expect every one of these games to be just dog fights. <laughs> Typically, um, it is in the NFL. There's a lot of one possession games. Yeah. So I'm. I don't know that I'm benching kyler but i would be considering it if i own him this week yeah just heavily considering my other yeah, options because i i don't think the upside's there and i think you could stream somebody that does have enough upside that mm-hmm. you know because i i do think the floor is pretty low for kyler plus it, it one 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 wrong hit and he's out for three quarters of the game
1: yeah it scares me and they're not going to risk anything with them because of the position they're in so if he even starts to show a little bit of grimace or anything like that they'll probably just you link him they should Got the so. division's so tight though, they know they really can't afford to drop yeah. a game. That's a bummer.
0: Yeah, I mean I do think he's gonna try to gut it out and play, but it's like how much can he give? Mm-hmm. You know, and if, if he can't scramble and move around in the pocket very well and somebody right. comes in around the ankles and you know, for a sack and, you know, just happens to land on him funny. It's I don't know. I'm I'm staying away from him this week if I can.
1: I do think he'll probably play if if Wentz can play with two sprained ankles, he can play with. Is it a sprained ankle or what is it's, it?
0: It's an ankle injury. Um, yeah, I didn't specify what it is though. No, no specification. Fair enough. They're calling it a game time decision, and uh, oh, they're they gonna do us dirty like Dak. What's that? So they're gonna do us dirty like Dak. Yeah. The shitty part is too. It's a late game, so like mm-hmm.
1: you need 3-30. to have somebody lined yep. up. That's a you know. Yeah, you got a plan. Maybe a Jimmy G option there. Yeah, you, Or who's the backup in oh, Arizona? I, I don't even know. It's not playing Gabbard. Yeah, I don't even know who their backup is right now. Um, Carson Palmer. <laughs> Guys still in the retirement. league.
0: <laughs> Jesus, who is it? I don't even know. But. All right, well, anyways. Oh, Colt McCoy. Oh, oh, the Texas legend. Yeah. Texas forever. I'm going to be honest.
1: I didn't know he was still in the league. I love to see that, though. I'm not going to lie. I Good loved him. him
0: in college. Good for him. Yeah, still
1: actually, he's, he's probably made bank as a backup quarterback in the league if he's still there. Yep. Like, Or even if he's just bounced around forever. He's probably stolen so much money from teams. Here's $10 million to just know the playbook. Basically. He's going to be a great head coach someday. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, my next quarterback, Pine, is Tua at Houston. Okay. Um. Yeah, Tua's not... A quarterback a lot of people are just gonna love and have starting but this is definitely going to be an option a lot of people are considering for a stream play this week and i'm staying away from it he has a hurt Devonte parker uh granted they do actually have a lot of weapons in miami he doesn't have a lack of help i guess would be the way to put it um houston's been pretty good as a, like a defense against the run I mean, or against the pass, excuse me, as opposed to the run. They've been a lot better against the pass. Um, And I just kind of think it's a trap game with Tyrod coming back off IR as well. Is he? Uh, Yeah. So I just, I don't like Tua's matchup this week. And his number one option, kind of, Parker really played well last week. He had a good game. um, Is now on the bench. So if I am looking at a streamer option here and I see Tua, I'm probably going elsewhere. Yeah,
0: I agree with that. Um, I considered putting him on my list, actually. I did not. I'm surprised you didn't, flirted to be honest with, with you. My next, um, my next guy is actually similar to Tua. He's not exactly a household name mm-hmm. for fantasy. He's probably somebody, though, that this week people are considering streaming because the matchup looks good. Derek Carr Ooh. against the Giants. Um, I think it's a good matchup, yeah, but with the Rugged News this uh, the last week,
1: yeah, it's, his heart's I, heavy right now, I'm yeah,
0: sure. Yeah, I I just think that this could be a, a tough go for them going forward now because it's not like Ruggs was the centerpiece of their offense, but mm, no. they're, they, they're obviously going to be emotional.
1: Yeah, just I, add that to a list of things that have happened this year. Like, yeah,
0: I mean, they lost their head coach. They lost a receiver who literally killed somebody.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and then they had – not that this is a big deal at all, but they had like the first – Openly gay man come out, I think, in Raiders history or whatever as well, um, and they there's been mm-hmm. some flack back in, yeah, Las Vegas with that. They're just they've had a lot of there's been a lot of big like emotional Vegas. things going on in their I, season, and I don't necessarily know how they're gonna going to handle. I kind of think on.
0: it's going to go one of two ways. Either the team's going to kind of rally around it, all the controversy that's gone on, yeah, and play so. well, but I don't know, man. This is tough to. That's tough to. Yeah, that's you know.
1: a tough pill to swallow. That's a
0: lot. He literally killed somebody, and so I'm, just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not huge on Derek Carr this week. I know there's, like I said, there's probably a, a lot of people who want to stream him because it's a decent matchup, and he's actually been serviceable for most. Yeah, of yeah, here. he's actually been pretty good um, this year. I, I love is, Derek Carr, man. He's he's a good man. He he is a good dude, but I just I just think it's going to be a tough week for those guys, and um, I I don't know. I this is again, it's kind of a kind of a gut feeling. I just i'm I'm staying away until i know that they're moving on or move past it or, mm-hmm. or whatever you know as best they can so
1: yeah no i don't blame it it's just i mean it's it's a hard to decide because it could go really good like a brett Favre, right parents passing game or it could go like a complete opposite and just go really south really quick you just don't know how they're gonna respond to it
0: yeah i'm just i'm just worried the wheels are gonna fall off mm-hmm. in, in vegas this this year
1: there's just too much uncertainty for you to be comfortable starting.
0: Yeah. I'd be looking elsewhere.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's all I have for Pines. You got anybody else? Uh, no, and we covered my borderline. Uh, yeah, yeah, so you covered one of my borderlines you with Jordan Love. Who else um, you got? Tyrod at Miami. Okay. Big staying in the same game guy this week for quarterbacks. Yeah, I got a lot of those too. Um, so he Tyrod really played well when he started. Uh, of course, he gets another injury and loses his starting job on – Absolutely no fault of his own. This man has some of the worst luck in the NFL, I swear. Uh, Miami is second worst versus the pass, giving up 300 yards per game, which is lovely to see. You, Mm -hmm. as a quarterback, especially coming back off injury, would like an easier game like that with a kind of a softer defense, so I expect Tyrod to play well. I also expect Brandon Cooks to have a really good game.
0: Yes, he was somebody I was going to bring up later. Mm -hmm.
1: So... With that being said, he's my last borderline. Obviously, he's not a guy to get excited about. It's Tyrod Taylor. But I really like the matchup. Uh, he should be healthy. He's had plenty of time to rehab and come back. And he's playing a good defense to kind of get his feet wet and back into the group of things again. And Houston is Houston, obviously. Mm-hmm. But there's some upside there. So if I'm looking, I would definitely start him over Tua. If I I'm looking it. at that game, I absolutely am starting Tyrod over Tua. All
0: right. Fair enough. Yeah. With that being said, we're gonna wrap, wrap up those quarterbacks. Yeah, heading to the running backs. Oh god, my first one. I, I well, I think you'll like it, Jeremy McNichols. Hmm. Um, I know a lot of people are run out to you get him and Peterson because yeah, what a you know, dumpster the, fire that backfield! They're, they're <laughs> right now. Oh my they're, god, they're the obvious you know waiver targets of the week. Um, but I do think that you know Peterson hasn't played a game in like over a year. Yeah, guy's in good shape. He's running for two k. So, <laughs> how many games does he have left? He can do it. It's like not even two hundred a game. <laughs> not even. Actually, it's a little bit more. I just think that they're going to ease Peterson in a little bit. I think oh, the yeah. first couple of weeks could be slow for Peterson, and so I think you know this week, next week, maybe for three weeks, um, McNichols is going to be the start of those two. Um, it's a tough matchup this week because they got the Rams defense, which is yeah, insane. I I, right I don't now. think Bond's going to play though. He might not the first week, but. Oh, um, his ankle, I think. I think without Henry, Tennessee is going to be forced to try to move the ball through the air a lot oh, more. God. But they're playing the Rams. So it's like you got Jalen Ramsey is probably going to be matched up on A.J. Brown.
1: Dude, we're the number one team in the AFC, and this is what we're going to put out on primetime television for everyone to watch. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: I'm, like, literally already dreading Sunday. <laughs> well, I couldn't. Couldn't, well, maybe it could. I was gonna, I was about Here, to say it couldn't be any worse than the Vikings showing on last Sunday. It's Sunday's
1: an game, avocado. Thanks. <laughs> it's
0: going to be like that. It'll be like, oh, you get Sunday night football. This is the game you get, though. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I do think you could see a lot of checkdowns to McNichols if they're struggling to get other guys open because um, the Rams secondary is that good. Uh, Are you saying they're going to struggle, Wink? Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> I am. Probably. Very You're much not so. wrong. But I think McNichols is going to get the bulk of the work the first week or two. Uh, you'll see Peterson probably get some carries and maybe get some goal line carries. He might get in the end zone, but I don't think they're going to force feed him a lot because, they, like I said, he's probably not in game shape yet. Mm-hmm. So um, if you have McNichols or you got him on waivers, I think he's definitely the, the, the guy to play this week. So start him up probably at, at, at a – expect like flex level. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be like an RB2. but I hope um, AP scores like three times. I do think he's startable.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I do agree, too, going forward. I think that in the first two weeks, it'll probably be more of a McNichols show. But mm-hmm. then going forward, it'll be Adrian Peterson. Yeah. And McNichols will just kind of go back to his role as a pass catcher. Yes. And Henry will come in right before the playoffs, and then we'll go on a run and win the Super Bowl by 40. That's kind of how I think the season's going to go. But mm-hmm. It only makes sense. Yeah. Uh, my first running back shine, I guess we're going to the opposite side of that game, is Daryl Henderson versus Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tennessee does have the eighth. A- best run defense, but they just, like I said, we've just talked about they last Derrick Henry, game script's going to completely change.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, if they don't succeed in the pass game, which they do tend to struggle at some points, especially early, to be a lot of quick three and outs with not a lot of time on the clock. And if the Rams just start to score and it gets a little bit out of hand, they're going to run the ball. And yeah. Henderson's been fantastic this year. So because of that, I love this matchup for him. I think he's going to eat I don't think Tennessee really has a shot to stop him if he gets going just because there's a lot of pass-catching work there too, and
0: that's where we really get bad, and he's a pass-catching back as well. So. Yeah, I, I almost considered making him a lock this week. I mm-hmm. um, I I was I figure the Rams, my opinion, the Rams are going to throw the ball a lot because they'll be able to move it, and they like to throw anyway with Stafford. But I, I expected Henderson to have maybe not even 100 total yards but multiple touchdowns. Like, I, I would not put that outside of the realm of possibility. Actually, like, I kind of expect it. Yeah, I'm not I don't know. I love Henderson it. this
1: week. I love Henderson this year, dude. Yeah. He's been great.
0: He has been very, very good. There's a lot of people that got him at a discount because Sonny Michelle got traded.
1: <coughs> right?
0: I know I'm one of them. I got mm-hmm. him in two leagues that I got him for way cheaper than I should have. for What, what he's do you produced.
1: do with Cam Akers going forward now that Henderson's played this well?
0: I don't know, man. He might have played himself into a 50 50 split next year.
1: I don't even know them to be. I think Henderson's good enough to take that job from Acres.
0: Really? Yeah, Henderson's been really good this yes, year. Yes. Yeah. I I don't know, man. Do they trade Acres? Do they try to move on from him? I mean, they I don't, don't know have why. Why even trade for Sony Michelle? It looks like such a bad play, though. I think it, I think it was more of a depth play. They wanted somebody in case Henderson got hurt because he has like last yeah, year he got injured. Um, cause you know, when Akers was missing time last year, Henderson was the fill in and he also got hurt and he also got hurt this year and missed a game or two. So yeah, I had
1: Henderson in a lot of leagues last year and it yeah. was kind of a his, his track record in. is not <laughs>
0: great as far as staying healthy. So I yeah. do think that that's probably part of what played into it, but, um, for the most part, he's been healthy this year and he has been phenomenal. Like you said, so yeah, in his defense, most people's track records aren't good when it comes to being healthy. So
1: that's true. <laughs> It's a right. uh, tough league to stay healthy in. Fair. I know, I would know cuz I had a 3-year stint. <laughs> my uh 85 my next... Bears, you ever heard of him? Huh? 85 Bears, you ever heard of him? Never. I was on that team. Oh, really? Yeah, you ever seen Waterboy?
0: <laughs> How could I forget Waterboy? Bobby Boucher.
1: When he came in at halftime, <laughs> my dog
0: <laughs> won the Bourbon Bowl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's something like that. Kyle kept yeah. saying that the other day. It was funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. i I'm getting distracted because Bobby <laughs>
0: Boucher might be the best linebacker of all time
1: after him and Lawrence Taylor.
0: Seriously. Um, my next running back that I'm going to bring up, Aaron Jones, big Packers guy this week. I um, hope he goes. I hope you're right about that. Well, and I think part of what plays into my decision to put him on this list is, you know. I think, Kansas, like I said, Kansas City's probably going to force Love to beat them. Yeah. I I, so well, I at think, least tried to. <laughs> I do think they're going to try to shut down Jones, but I also think that they're going to try to they're going to probably double part or uh, Devonte Adams the entire game. Yeah. Um, which means I could see Jones getting a lot of checkdowns because he's a great he's a good pass catcher. Do you so see any
1: if, value from like MVS or anything like that? Because somebody of how they're going to probably treat Devonte.
0: Yeah, somebody, but I don't know which receiver to pick. Is the problem.
1: Yeah, they're all not good to the point where they're just interchangeable. You don't know which one. MBS like, would probably be the most I, likely pick. I,
0: I want to say it's going to be him or Lazard. Is Lazard playing this week? I, uh, yeah, he should. I would imagine he is. I, but I don't know which one, and I don't know what the value would be. Randall Cobb yeah. have another good week. That's yeah, know. that's another name I forgot about. I forgot Spooky. he's there now.
1: But, um, yeah, you have never you have no idea what is gonna yeah. do outside of throw the ball at Devontae Adams fifteen you know, times.
0: We we already talked about how bad Kansas City's defense is. So even if Jones is getting if he's getting a lot of eight man looks in the box, I do I still think he could find success running, but I do think it's gonna be a good good game for him uh catching the ball at the backfield. So I'm I'm firing up Aaron Jones as a like high end RB one this week. Okay. I I love the matchup.
1: Okay. 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 Um. Uh, my next love is Boston Scott. Okay. Versus the L.A. Chargers. You're buying in. I am buying in on the run game this week versus the Chargers. Like I said, they have the worst run defense in the league, giving up 160 per game, which is a bunch. Um, Boston Scott's the goal line back and has proven that he got a lot of the early down work as well. I don't think Gainwell is really the guy. So for the next couple weeks, it's going to be him. And playing a really bad defense, I love me some Boston Scott. I think that they're going to be able to move the ball. I don't think that the Chargers defense is scary by any means. And with that being said, I think that they're just going to get a lot of opportunities to get him some goal line touches. And opportunity is what we're about here. That's what we want. So I just I think the opportunity there for him to have a big week, and he probably will.
0: Yeah, you got the goal line work last week, so I can't imagine they would change that too much mm-hmm. going forward. If he's the guy they like inside the you know inside the ten,
1: yep, then. he's he's definitely in a flex range for me. If uh-huh. I see him on waivers or I picked him up last week, I'm probably starting him this week again. Yeah, because I still can't believe he's outperformed. He performed outperformed Gainwell, but yeah, I'm on the Boston Scott train now. They're using him more. Mm-hmm. Choo choo motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you got any other guys you like this week? Um. Gaskin versus Houston just because it's another bad run defense and I'm never giving up on Gaskin, but not not enough to put on my shine. You will die on that hill. <laughs> You'll be the last one left, but you will die on that hill.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, that's about all I got. Okay. I'm going to move into the Pines then. All mm-hmm. right, go uh, for it. Do it. Well, we already talked about Peterson, so that was my first one. Okay. Um, Like I said, I think there's a lot of people that went and picked him up, rightfully so. You should have. Yeah. But. I don't think this is the week to put him in your lineup yet. Um not unless just,
1: you're really hurting and your only other running back was like Derrick Henry and he yeah, got hurt.
0: I, I I really don't think it's the week to start him. I I I can't imagine he gets more than ten carries. Um Yeah, ten
1: for two
0: twenty. <laughs> just rips off like four eighty yarders. <laughs> but I, I I just don't uh, I don't see a lot of value for Peterson this week. I think they'll like I said, they'll ease him into the game plan. They'll get him some work just to get him, you know, back mm. into the you know He's gonna break his own record. Absorbing accurate. contact. But um, you know, not to mention he's playing the Rams, so it's a it's a tough look anyway. But give it give it two to three weeks, and I think you'll see Peterson start to come on. And that, I do think you're gonna get some big games out of him this year. At some point he's gonna have a hundred twenty yard game with a couple touchdowns, I think.
1: Did I tell you I already got a Peterson jersey? Did you actually? No, he's just he's wearing number eight, so I'm just gonna tape over the Mariota. <laughs> there you go.
0: And then you're just going to tape over the signature that's on the jersey, too, right?
1: Well, uh, that's uh, that's just one of the Mariota jerseys. I have <laughs> oh, my God. What a
0: fucking homer.
1: <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, my first running back, Pines, so we can stop bringing up the bad memories of Christmas past and how awful the offense was for four years. Uh, <laughs> Joe Mixon versus Cleveland. Don't do this to me. Why? I'm a Mixon guy. No. <laughs> I hate Mixon. Uh, he's actually been pretty good this year. Uh, 84 yards per game. It's a division game. Uh, Cleveland's front seven's terrifying, and with everything yep. going on <laughs> on that team, their defense is going to have to step up if they have any shot away in this game. So yeah. uh, was, Odell is gone, though, so the tensions are a little, maybe, little less now. Hopefully, yeah, maybe there's less pressure overall.
0: On but I, I, I did flirt with the idea of putting Mixon on my borderlines.
1: Yeah, I just I don't <laughs> love that matchup. Division games are always messy, and I think that hopefully. Chubb will run better this week than he did last week. I hope so, man. I need him to. Yeah, that was a that was tough. Him and him and Najee started off so slow. Najee got it going, but Chubb never did. Yeah. So I'm rooting for that going forward this week, but because of that, I'm getting sidetracked, vice versa on the other side. Uh, Mixon's just going to run into a brick wall. It is Miles Garrett, so I am not a huge fan of this division game at all. Even though it's at 10, and they're coming off a bad loss
0: to the Jets. Who yeah. loses to the Jets, dude? Yeah, Who, seriously. Yeah, what? What? Team so. that claims that they're good <clears throat> and possibly lose to the Jets. Hey, at
1: least we can't get memed anymore as the only team that lost to the Jets. That's <laughs> nice. And another like decent team lost to him so I don't feel as bad.
0: Hey, the Vikings almost lost to the, the Lions, so yeah, they took well, a lossing. Well, yeah. Oh, that's goal. true. Actually, I same forgot with, about same, that. Same with the Ravens, <laughs> a game-winning <laughs> NFL record field goal uh, just to well, beat the Lions. Tennessee's been in three overtime games already. Yeah, it's. A lot of tight games this year. The Vikings have been in that same. Yeah, world. they're either
1: tight games or absolute beat the brakes off of you games. Like, it makes no <laughs> yeah. sense.
0: Like, there's no in between, it's dude. It's either, yeah, it's come down, the Titans, have, it's either come, come down to the wire or, yeah, it's like a, you know, a blow
1: An up. absolute, welcome the fuck, to the slaughterhouse. Know. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> uh, Yeah, so that's my first pint of the week. I'm, right. I'm out, I'm mixing.
0: Yeah. And even last week, he didn't have a great game. I think he only had like 50 or 60 total yards, but he had two touchdowns. So that's what saved yeah, his right. week. Yeah,
1: right. Touchdown so. upside, baby.
0: All right. Um, I will move on to my next one. I got Khalil Herbert. Hey. The be Bears. Sure. He did take over. I mean, he is the starter until Montgomery comes back. I think he's already taken the job from Williams. Um, yeah, I agree. He's had a couple good weeks, you know. <clears throat> but he's playing Pittsburgh this week. And, I mean, last week I recommended... I put Chubb on my pine list because he was mm-hmm. playing Pittsburgh, and look what they did to Chubb. And Khalil yeah. Herbert is nowhere near the level of a running back. Yeah, Deirdre
1: Johnson really screwed me there.
0: So yeah, I'm I am all out on Herbert this week. There's probably a, a few people that need him because of injuries. Yeah, like lot. if you
1: have to start him, I get it. He's a starter, so at least you're going to have that potential upside. You get the opportunity, but it's just, I don't like it this week.
0: It's a terrible matchup on a team that's not that good. I, uh, I just don't. Uh, Justin
1: Fields also ran for over 100 yards last week, so that's going to cut in a lot to Herbert's running they upside.
0: It could. could. So I'd, I'm i out on Herbert. I, I would be playing him if he was playing anybody else other than maybe Pittsburgh and a, a small handful of other teams, <laughs> but... Um it, yeah, pittsburgh has got a stout
1: run defense. It's not a matchup I love either.
0: If you can afford to go elsewhere, I would absolutely do that because I, I just I don't see it this week. Um I I'm, I'm I have serious, serious doubts about the bear uh, the Bears' ability to move the ball this week.
1: Yeah, they're not. The Bears just aren't excited me. They haven't been excited to me all year from uh-uh. an offensive perspective. Fields
0: isn't there yet, but when he is, they'll be fun to watch. The Bears are kinda of caught for me, it feels like the Bears are caught between being a good team and a bad team. I think they've been like that since the Super Bowl, yeah, like they're not bad enough to be terrible, but they're not even close to good enough to be a playoff team yeah like max if they bro. if they get to the playoffs, it's a fluke. Isn't it crazy has
1: been on that team for years now,
0: uh-huh, and it's done nothing,
1: and the guy who traded him's not even in the league anywhere, uh-huh, yeah, well, I guess wild. he didn't technically trade him, but it's more of a Mike Mayock. I don't know how that guy was so good as a draft analyst on ESPN and just such an idiot as a GM. <laughs> like it makes no sense. And if you finally, it's like you played play make believe your entire life, and then you finally get the chance to do it, and you just completely do nothing you said you would do. Yeah. Or like the way we people think that you would act, you just don't. Especially Dang. when they start with he lost he lost me when he started his first draft with Cleveland Farrell at fourth overall. I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm good, I'm good on that. Yep. And they end up
0: getting Max Crosby in like the third yep. or the it's second or whatever it was.
1: Outproduces, better team guy. Yeah, I just yep. I don't understand. I get it, you're trying to build culture, but like you can't whiff that bad on your first pick after being an analyst for how long? <laughs> good god. It's gone. not a good look. And it's an absolute reach. Like <laughs> what? That was an actual reach. Like <laughs> what's, what's I'm a big, not even sure
0: to say that. Uh Cleveland Farrell at four or Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence at one? one.
1: I mean you just don't take Clemson guys in the top five and then <laughs> it doesn't
0: work out for you. What if Jacksonville just just kills his career. <laughs> what mean, if he tanks? They kill a lot of people's careers. So seriously, what if he tanks because he ends up in Jacksonville and they just never find a way to make make a team anywhere near competitive? Trevor right Lawrence
1: there. just secretly never forgives the Jets for winning that one game. And Adam Gase. Watch Trevor Lawrence just sent like Adam Gase a bottle of wine, one bottle of wine every year, like just with a little "fuck you" card or something. <laughs> I could have been in New York.
0: All right, who you get next?
1: Uh, my next pine is Cordero Patterson at New Orleans. Ooh, 79 yards per game, so they have the second-best run D. Like we've covered over and over again. We left New Orleans against the run. Um, Cordero Patterson, the wheels are, like to use your term, I guess, the wheels are coming off at some point. This man is not sustaining a decent amount of... Upside for an entire season. He's never been able to, one, stay healthy and two, produce at a decent level. And hats off to him because this is probably his best year ever as a player. Oh, hands down. And <clears throat> he is producing as a pass catcher slash wingback slash whatever you want to call it. Yep. Nobody really knows what he's doing. But Mike Davis is still there. Mike Davis is still getting touches, a, a decent amount of touches. And I think that at some point, this isn't gonna go the way that you want want it to. Like I just really don't believe in Cordell Patterson enough to trust him going forward. And which is a really good run defense. That some, like I feel like that one bad game's gonna happen, and this, in my opinion, has the most potential to be that bad game.
0: Yeah, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the come down from mm-hmm. Patterson. I, I I don't feel. I guess what I should say is I'm being slowly convinced that that he's gonna be able to continue to maintain, but I still. Air on the side of you know, like I don't expect him to.
1: I'll um, be convinced he can maintain, and the season's over, and he did maintain. It's the only
0: way I could be convinced yeah. he could do it. I yeah, I I, <clears throat> I do think at some point he's. I I just I don't know. He a guy that's just he's had what six or eight years in the league and just has never done anything until this year. It's yeah, it's hard right. For to buy at what point
1: that? do you say this is just a fluke? Because there's no way this guy's had this much talent for. This long and that many teams just used him wrong. Right. Like,
0: <laughs> I mean, fuck. He was on the Patriots for at least a year and they if didn't Bill Belichick him, just...
1: can't scheme you open. Right. That's what there's something going on. But where else was he? Was he in Baltimore?
0: Um, Jesus. He was in Chicago for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in New England for a little while.
1: Obviously um, Minnesota. So that's three.
0: He, he, I think you all want to say he's on at least one other team.
1: Atlanta, that's for I, I don't know what team it was. Shit, oh. who else did he play for? I forgot about the Bears, though, to be honest with you. Oakland.
0: Oakland. Oh, okay. was the other one? He played a year in Oakland, then in New England, then in Chicago.
1: Yeah, what a weird...
0: What a path for that guy. Seriously, though, because his... His what? Oh, I'm looking at his... his uh, year-to-year stats right Uh now and i'm looking at like his yardage totals yeah i was gonna say what's the highest he's ever had um rushing his highest rushing total is 232 yards last year for chicago but that was when montgomery was banged up yeah and then his highest uh his best receiving year was his rookie season in minnesota at 469
1: yards (laughs) so like i said this dude's about to blow his career highs out of the water with the way they're using him right now that still doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to be a. How many passing yards or like reception yards does he have right now?
0: He's got 333.
1: Oh, yeah. He's going to blow it out of the water. So it's like he's, halfway yeah. through the
0: season and he's almost there. Yeah. And he's got, he's already got a career best in rushing yards this year. Love to see it. Good for him. 68. <clears throat> I mean, he's going to. By yeah. Like his body literally
1: has never taken this much wear and tear in the NFL. Something's going to give. And I don't think it's, uh, hopefully it's not his body. I hope he just maybe stops producing as much so that my pick can be right. But
0: I don't want him, obviously, to get hurt. <laughs> Man, he's gotten big. I'm looking yeah. at his – he's he's listed right now at 6'2", 238. Oh, wow, actually. <laughs> Dude's a fucking – That's almost the same size as Derek. Guy's hefty. Mm-hmm. Like, that's Jesus. a big boy, yeah. It's he not
1: easy. Especially for being – he's pretty fast. Like He's oh, definitely yeah. not slow.
0: He wasn't that big when he came in the league. He's definitely put on some weight, but it, maybe it's good weight because he's taking contact better. I don't know. Maybe it's good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's maybelline dude who knows
0: all right well i'm uh i'm good with my pines are you ready to move on to borderlines
1: uh i just want to make sure that i don't have anybody else yep
0: okay um my i have one borderline it's josh jacobs okay uh you know i already we already talked about the the emotional letdown week this week that i think could happen um, yeah, Payne. Jacobs and, was teammates with him at Alabama too. Yeah. He so knows I'm them. sure
1: he's taken that a little yeah. bit harder than most.
0: I I think the matchup's really good for Jacobs this week, and I think that it could be sort of a ball control game because they should be if they're not in the game, I think there's a there was a chance that they would be, you know, winning because it's the Giants. But hey, the Giants
1: I'm, almost just beat the Chiefs, man. Yeah.
0: But I'm just I don't know, something about that team scares me right now. And I think that – if they're in the game, he's gonna have a really good game. But I just don't know, man. I I have a weird feeling about the, the Raiders going forward. And and
1: Yeah, have so are such a good start. They're really facing a lot of adversity right now. Yeah. They're being tried, that's for sure. Yeah. Time so, to see if you can handle it. I don't
0: I just don't know how to feel about Jacobs. I would really, really like him. If the Rugs thing didn't happen this week, mm-hmm. uh Jake, I would be smashing on Jock Jacobs this week. I would he would he would have been on my um shine list i actually had him in there and then i moved him to borderline once i once i started thinking about it yeah so
1: whoever the interim head coach there's done a really nice job taking over with that dumpster fire
0: that's a it's a tough situation to take yeah, over. yeah not
1: a job really probably many people want right now mm-hmm. just figuring everything out on the fly like that but he actually has done a pretty good job I'll give him a, uh my first borderline i guess he's the only borderline i have dalvin versus baltimore oh. uh baltimore is pretty good rundy they're top five. So first and foremost, as, after last week, that scares me a little bit. Dalvin looks good when he ran, though, and Dallas's run D isn't the worst league. It's not good by any means, but it's not the worst league. And he hit when he hit his holes, he ran well. They just didn't use him a lot, which didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Uh, uh, I already covered this a lot a little bit earlier, just because I do think that Kirk's going to have to beat him through the air. I don't love Dalvin as much as I love other premier running backs, like the top tier guys. But he does have pass-catching ability, so because of that, it's not like he's not just going to get used, and obviously they're still going to run. So if I have Delvin, I'm still starting him. I'm not worried, but I'm not surprised this week if he doesn't have a fantastic game.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be either. He's actually, I mean, he's been good this year, but he hasn't been elite. I mean, I would I would say he was probably the at, at the very lowest the third running back taken, yeah. most likely, in drafts, and... I mean, he's not – it's not like he's been spectacular. He had a massive um, – actually, no, he's never really had a massive week this week. I'm looking at his finishes. He's, he's, he hasn't had a single multi-touchdown game, um, which hurts. Yeah, that's what's, I
1: think that's what's hurting him yeah. most, Touch, so
0: much. Touchdowns could be coming, though, because he's only got two of them. So positive uh, regression could be coming soon. I hope um, so. And you do hope so for him, because if, if he doesn't – if he's scoring at the rate he's scoring now, it's going to be a massive letdown on the year for him. But. Yeah, actually, though. But that's
1: about all I got for running backs. That's my okay. My last one.
0: All right, we'll move into receivers. Uh, my number one shine this week, Jalen Waddle. Um, mm-hmm. absolutely, start him, lock him in because Devontae Parker's on IR. Yep, and I think he's going to take over. He's the the new number one. Mike Geseki, dude. I'm going to talk not, about not a him later. Guy? I'm going to talk Tight about too in a minute, but uh, <laughs> um, Waddle, I think is the main beneficiary of Parker going down, because Gasicki's going to get his targets no matter what. Um, but there's, you know, with Parker going out, there's a, quite a few vacated targets. Waddle's their main... I think he was already trending towards being their number one anyway. Yeah, I, think, I love you know Jalen I mean? Waddle. So, if you have him, uh, you should be starting him this week and going forward.
1: Yeah, it can be like a mini Jamar Chase.
0: Plus, they're playing Houston, so it's like, you know... And I know we talked about how Houston's defense has been actually... Not, okay. I mean, not
1: great, but, but not as bad as you would think for how bad they are.
0: Yeah, no, they're actually, I'm looking at it, oh, they're giving up 26 points a game to wide receivers for fantasy purposes. Ooh. So, I mean. What is that good for? What They are. It's seventh worst in the NFL. Seventh worst. Okay. But both teams aren't very good either right now. So it's True. like you could, I mean, this, this might not <laughs> yeah, be. Yeah, that's, a, gonna be that's going to be the one
1: game I'm not watching this week. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, that's that's the dumpster fire. I'll check.
1: I'll check the box score and see how my fantasy team did after. I don't need to put myself through that.
0: Yeah, I agree. So anyway, Waddle's my number one. I think he's a great play going forward, um, and especially this week. But um, yeah, put it put him in your lineup and just and just keep him there for a while.
1: Mm-hmm. That's, um. Yeah, harping on that kind of same game that I talked about with Dalvin Cook, I'm just gonna kind of ride it and go through. It. And I got Jay Jettas at Baltimore as my Ooh, first wide right. receiver shot.
0: You're not nervous about the like Marcus Peters? No, being back. Mm-hmm. No, I mean
1: Jefferson did really kind of struggle with Trevon Diggs last week, but he mm-hmm. did have a route where he torched him and got a PI called against him, and yeah. he probably would have scored. So he's still winning some routes. I I just believe he's too good, and they're going to have to win this game through the air. So, I mean, I've already said this a couple times, so I'm not going to spend too much time on this Baltimore-Minnesota matchup, but it's a huge opportunity for the passing game, and it's a passing game that needs to improve. So I love this game for Jefferson, and this could be a step in the right direction for this team that desperately needs a win.
0: Yeah. Uh, Quick correction. Uh, I meant to say Marlon Humphreys. He's back. I don't know if Peter's... Isn't he out for the year with like an ACL Yeah, Peter's is. Yeah. So I'm, I meant to say Marlon Humphreys. No, I'm good. pretty sure he's back this week. But anyway, uh, nonetheless. Sticking, That's why I'm not worried
1: about him. Yeah. Sticking
0: <laughs> <laughs> sticking in that same game uh, for my shines, actually, Marquise Brown is my next one. Who? Hollywood Marquise Brown? Brown? Yeah. Oh. Assuming he can catch the ball this week. Oh, Um, yikes, dude! Bring
1: that up again. (laughs) I thought we were over that. Uh I thought I was at least. Apparently not, because that's bringing up some sour feelings.
0: (laughs) But for the same reasons as I liked the Cowboys' receivers last week, you know, Minnesota's secondary is pretty banged up with Patterson being out or Peterson. Sorry, (laughs) Um, Peterson's out. Cam Dantzler hasn't looked great. He got, I think he was the one that got beat for the touchdown, the game-winning touchdown by Cooper. That he was, Um, and. This, this is the big kicker for the Minnesota defense that's going to hurt the most going forward. Daniil Hunter's out for the year with a torn pec.
1: Oh, no. I which didn't means know our, it was that bad. I still get hurt. We but. had a
0: secondary that's not great right now, and now Damn. our best pass rusher's out. Our pass rush was abysmal against Dallas. That, that guy might why,
1: be your best player, dude. Oh, yeah.
0: and. That's why Cooper Rush was able to just stand back and pick Cooper the defense apart Rush. because they weren't they weren't getting to the quarterback and they're not going to be able to do it this week. Michael Pierce is probably going to be out again, even though he's more of a run stuffer. Daniel Hunter's yeah, out. Like
1: I ever play.
0: And then right the week before they fucking um, Hunter went down, they traded uh, Stephen Weatherly, who was he's not. Yeah, like a why starting, did they do that? He's not like a starting caliber.
1: Yeah, know I and, noticed that though, and I forgot who had him. I saw him with them, and yeah. I was like, well, "For why?" They
0: traded him for like a seventh. They traded him and a seventh to get a seventh round pick back.
1: Yeah, probably why just, in the it's fuck? It's probably just a salary dump.
0: So they they traded away um, a capable fill in backup, and then Hunter goes down, and now we have what? A bunch of practice squad guys that that were yeah. Where did they send him? Um, oh Jesus, I forget. I don't remember. I'm not going to take the time to pull it up, but no,
1: it doesn't matter that much.
0: Regardless, they trade away a depth piece, and then you know Hunter goes down. So now, you know, like I said, you you've got a bad usually how it goes though a a bad secondary and a banged up pass rush. It makes for a a tough tough game against Baltimore. I think Marquise Brown's going to have his way with our secondary. If if Lamar is able to stand back and throw the ball, I mean Baltimore, I think should. I, I don't think they'll have any trouble putting 30 or 35 points up this week.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I can definitely agree with that. I don't see an issue putting up that many points. I don't think they've had an issue with that all year. No. So So he's he... the opportunity. I mean, like they have the talent to do it, oh, and yeah. like consistently. So.
0: So I'm I'm all in on Brown this week. I think he's gonna have a good week this week. I just. I can never figure out that offense in Baltimore. It
1: just yeah. confuses the hell out of me.
0: Yeah, it seems like it's week to week.
1: They have done a nice job though for how many injuries they've had this year, especially to start off. Uh, the fact that shout that team is, that's a yeah.
0: pretty good coaching job. The fact that that team is still competitive <laughs> right now with all of the injuries, the running backs, and this the defense, and it's it, it looked bad, but they've found a way to keep getting through.
1: Uh, my next shine is Keenan at Philly. I love Keenan. Allen this week. I mean, as much as I love Mike Williams too, he's probably going to be blanketed more so by Darius Slay. I was going to ask how you felt about Slay. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see what side he plays. And I mean, regardless, he's going to need to play well because he's either playing Kean Allen or Mike Williams. Mm-hmm. So he's got a tall order in, ahead of him. Uh, they need a W, especially after losing last week to New England. That's tough. Go. I don't know how you lose that game. Yeah, for a team
0: that started four and I think they're four and three now.
1: Yeah, when Bryce isn't talking so much anymore, it's just weird. Huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but philly's like as we
1: talked about earlier philly's also coming off a huge game so teams are more prone to lay eggs after a game like that and because i have justin herbert on my shines as well obviously someone has to be the beneficiary of that and i think keenan mm-hmm. allen's your
0: guy i think there's room for williams and allen to have oh
1: yeah games. absolutely i just think if you have to pick one i think yeah. keenan has the better yeah. game here because
0: like you're saying Slade's going to cover one of them but Whoever's I not, think
1: he's more so gonna stay on his side yeah. and, and who, just let whoever comes to him come to him.
0: And so whoever whoever isn't on doesn't have Slay covering them on any given play is gonna have a great matchup no matter who the, who's covering them. So I, I do think um I do think both of them could have a good week. I d I don't hate putting Allen on that list at all. No, oh yeah, so that's my last wide receiver shine. Okay. Anybody else? Uh no, I'm ready to move on to the Pines. Yeah, my first one is T. Higgins versus Cleveland. You are not a T Higgins guy. Nope. Uh,
1: they're a top seven team in yards per game. Uh, there's a lot of mouths to feed in that since the offense. Yeah, it's becoming more and more apparent every week. And with that being said, it's also becoming more and more apparent every week that Jamar Chase is the number one and will be. Yep, he's getting the target share. Joe Burrow loves him. They have that rapport from college. Mm-hmm. Um, I just Jamar Chase is the guy in that offense. And as much as T Higgins is good, and Ty Boyd is good. They just they come second fiddle. (laughs) And obviously their run game's been pretty good this year too, so they don't have to necessarily rely on passing the ball so much. So they just don't have as many opportunities because Mixon's actually playing well. So I just don't like the T Higgins matchup with all those factors included. Someone's gonna not play well in that offense. Typically it's not Jamar Chase, so I think that it'll probably fall on T. Higgins, or I mean, and Boyd, it could very well be Boyd too, but I we, I have Higgins in a couple leagues, and I think Higgins is more relevant than Boyd. Oh, yeah,
0: for sure. So I, I, I
1: just, I, do, I don't think that he's worth the start this week, if you have a better option.
0: Yeah, I think Jamar Chase could be the best player on that team already. Yes. <laughs> I'm not, not crazy? Even joking. Guy takes a year off and is still balling. Because, I mean, Burrow, he's got potential to be really, really good, but... Jamar, I, mean, I think Joe Burrow's great. I actually think Burrow's really good. I, I think he's going to be a good quarterback for a long time, but God damn, dude, Jamar Chase has been incredible. Yeah, what did Urban Meyer do to Joe Oh, Burrow? my God. So I, I I I don't agree with you on <clears throat> on Higgins. Um, I, I don't think he's – I mean, I wasn't going to put him on my pine list. My my expectations aren't super, super high, but in that offense, I don't think he needs a ton of volume to produce. Uh but yeah, anyway, I'm I'm not as down on him as you are, but I do think that the upside is capped significantly.
1: No T. Higgins that. slander for Wink. He's too big of a stand.
0: I am. I'm a huge Bengals guy now.
1: Yeah, you I got a to. hat. That, you got a hat from your childhood for that team too. No. Okay, just checking.
0: My other half is a big Bengals gal. <laughs> so it's uh, she's a
1: big Joe Burrow gal. I'm a, I'm a Bengals get fan. That by, twisted. I'm a by Bengals proxy. fan by marriage. <laughs> you can wear your joe burl jersey it might be a size medium
0: but it actually fits me (laughs) (laughs) i tried it on when we got it
1: i can't believe that
0: yeah it fits me i I got her because i didn't know what size like how the sizing went for women's jerseys so i just bought them uh men's oh yeah honestly
1: i probably would have done that too it's not they're going for the flattering look if they're wearing a jersey anyways i don't think
0: chicks care that much if they're going to like a sports game i got her like i don't know i don't know what size it was but I tried it on. I was like, hey, it fits. It's kind of tight. Like I wouldn't be able to wear like a sweatshirt Yeah, wear it,
1: something but, tight.
0: Um, GTL, baby. Welcome to the gun show.
1: Uh-huh.
0: You scare right. some people with those <laughs> pythons. Um, all right. My first pine for wide receivers, AJ Brown. You're a little... Mm. <laughs> I knew you were going to love this one. Um, here's Here's my rationale. Jalen Ramsey's covering him all game because he's not a... He's not a guy that covers half the field. He goes on their best receiver and he yeah. Yeah, And
1: Jalen Ramsey said Julio the hardest guy to cover in the league. And is Julio playing this week? Mm-hmm. He is. Finally. Yep,
0: he got really healthy. Okay. I still think Jalen Ramsey's going to play on.
1: I mean, if line you're line. smart, you let him cover AJ, not Julio, and make Julio beat you. Yeah. And that's kind of how see. I feel. That's, yeah. I mean, I guess kind of piggybacking on this,
0: I won't say too much about that, but that's part
1: of the reason my next shine is Julio in this game, okay. is because of that reason.
0: I uh, but yeah, I just had a bad feeling about AJ Brown this week because it's going to be a tough matchup and the focus is going to be on stopping him more so than anyone else right now. Mm -hmm. And I I just think he's going to get Jalen Ramsey a bulk of the time, and it's going to it's he might get his you know based on the volume, the number of targets that he's probably going to be looking at. But
1: I and I said shine for that? I meant borderline because we already went over that. But
0: I I don't I don't expect him to have a big week. He might like he might get you. Fifty, sixty yards, and maybe he gets a touchdown if he gets open. But i I don't think you're going to have a big week from AJ Brown at all. So I'm. Yeah, I'll you're, remember this. You're, you're starting him, but I don't think you're going to get that much out hmm. of him. Interesting. I think the ceiling is capped this. Yeah. Week. Do you think we're just going to score zero points on Sunday night? Or what? I'll give you three or uh-huh. three, maybe ten. How'd that Bills game go for you,
1: buddy? Ah, uh, I don't remember <laughs> that game at all. Actually, I would black out a traumatic experience as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs>
1: My uh, last pine of the day is Devontae Smith versus the Chargers. I okay. just don't like any part of that game from a passing perspective. I think it's just going to be run heavy. Mm-hmm. That's why I love Boston Scott and Hurts, but Devontae Smith's not going to – someone's going to have to get clamped because of the Chargers being such a
0: good pass defense, and yep. I think that it's going to be Devonte Smith. It's it's so weird because the, the Chargers, like, you look at their passing yards allowed, and – they are wait, I got it backwards. Anyway, um I was thinking about their run defense. Their run defense is horrible, but their pass defense is so good. I'm like I'm I'm am I'm really questioning the the ability for Philly to move the ball through the air at all. I, I highly doubt they're gonna throw for a lot of yards. I really don't think Smith is gonna be able to have a good game, so I'm on board with that. Yeah, I'm for sure on board with that <clears throat> as well. Alright, so my uh, my next pine pick is Robert Woods taking on Tennessee. Okay. I know we've talked about the Tennessee pass defense and how bad they've been, and we've talked about it a bunch. We don't need to go over that yeah, part of I it. But, I don't want to. It's just um, going to get me. But Woods has not been great this year. He, no. You know, I think you know the last couple of years he's been pretty solid when they had Goff, uh, but with Stafford it's been all Cooper Cup. For the most part.
1: Yeah, in his defense, he has been better in the last couple of games, but Cooper Cup is for sure the man, obviously. He's oh, yeah. winning you your
0: league most likely. For sure. And, you know, Woods, I'm looking at his numbers here. He's had one game with double-digit targets. And the rest of his stat lines for the season, he's got three receptions, five, three, four. Then he had that 12-reception yep. blow-up game. But he didn't even score a touchdown in that one. How and many he, yards you he have in that game? 150. Okay. Um, and then he had two, six, and three. And he's scored four touch five touchdowns, which is what's keeping him afloat. But it's like he had two touchdowns last week on three receptions for thirty five yards. Yikes! If you're getting a baseline of like four catches for fifty yards from him, I mean that's not. I mean, maybe start where you drafted week. him. Yeah, no, right? it's
1: not what you wanted from him when you draft him, especially if you draft him over Cooper Cut,
0: right? Like, like a lot of people did. You You might be able to float him out there on a bye week if you need to, but like fuck man it's tough to trust him so i'm uh, right now i'm all out on robert woods like if if i have him on my team and i don't thank god on any of my teams but i'm staying away from him. i'm probably putting him on the bench most weeks until it starts to come around if it does at all and i'm not convinced that it will so um that said it's less less about the matchup this week with woods more about just the production we've seen and the use we've seen from him Mm -hmm. this first seven eight games of the year no yeah
1: it's. It doesn't make sense to me too because that offense is so good, and yeah, there's a lot of miles to feed. But yeah. like, he does spread the ball. It's like he just throws
0: at Cooper Cup. Like, I, I, it's I, just he doesn't. I, ever a throw lot of people probably thought that with Stafford there, it was. I mean, you were going to see a, a jump up in value from mm-hmm. Woods this year. I think there's that expectation, and if anything, he's taken two steps back. Big Van Jefferson guy. He's coming along. He is. He's yeah, he's he's moving too. up. For sure, You love to see but. it. Things you love to see that. I don't have any more pines for receivers this week. Do you have any I more? don't either.
1: That's it for me, okay.
0: man. I know you talked about Julio. as your borderline. So what do you got on him this week?
1: Um, that's, that's just – and that's just the thing is that AJ's going to be locked up by Jalen Ramsey most mm-hmm. likely. They have a good pass rush, so they're going to have to get the ball out quick. And if they put Julio in the slot, I think that it's going to bode well for him. I just sure. He's going to get a lot of targets, I think, at least. And – as I've harped on and will continue to harp for the rest of fantasy, opportunity is king when it comes to fantasy football. All you need's a chance. So I think Julio needs to have a good game at some point and he doesn't have an in in uh, uh, words, an injury designation going into the weekend. Which so is I feel huge pretty confident yeah. about him hopefully being able to play at one stay healthy and to play this whole game. He couldn't be coming back at a better time. Yeah. Because they need now him. that Henry's they need out, him, I mean, they need him. Uh, this could be a 50 throwing attempt game for Ryan Tannehill. So I could very well see Julio being the beneficiary of that because they're not going to
0: throw at Jalen Ramsey as much as possible. Yeah. So fair enough. I had Brandon cooks as my borderline this week. Okay. I put him on that list before I even knew that Tyrod was for sure coming back. Um, but he's playing Miami, whose pass defense is horrible. They're one of the worst passing defenses in the league. They're one of the worst defenses in, in general. We've talked about that before. Um, Cooks has been serviceable with Sneaky Davis Mills. Good. But when Tyrod was there the first week and he got hurt in week two, Cooks was on fire the first <laughs> couple of weeks, dude. He was a value Imagine pick. if Cooks would end up being like a top five wideout this year. He was on pace. I think he was in the top Well, yeah, 10. he went, I had over 100, didn't he? Oh, his first week he had, I think the first two weeks he might have had over 100 in each game. He was in the top 10 receivers in the first like three or four weeks of the year. Then the wheels came off. Yeah, know? well, that whole but, team is just...
1: That um, whole, I mean, it's Houston.
0: Yeah, but now that Tyrod's coming back in a game where they got a good matchup, um, I really like Cooks. It's I'm still a little bit shaky because of their offense is just not good in general. Mm-hmm. But he's a number one target by far, and Tyrod likes him, clearly. Um, I think he could be a target hog the rest of the way as long as Tyrod stays healthy. So, you know, I... i don't don't know what the upside is with cooks but i do think he's a safe play as long as tyrod's there so i mean take it for what for what you will i i I do think he can play on most weeks going forward
1: yeah no i agree he's i think he's just like we've said a million times that's all he that's all he has yes cooks (laughs) it's regardless of if he's producing or not he's still gonna get the targets because he has no one else to throw to yep
0: all right. Any other receivers you want to talk about? I mean, uh no.
1: I mean, that's mine covered. I'm pretty sure we've covered yeah, everybody that I'm comfortable not comfortable with. So. Sweet.
0: Uh you want to move on to tight ends?
1: Sure thing, buddy. Who do you got? Uh my first shine is Zach Ertz at San Francisco. Okay. Uh they're a bottom 10 team against the tight end and fantasy points allowed, which things you love to see obviously right away. Uh he's really started to come into his own there in Arizona as well. It's not obviously vintage Zach Ertz, but He's being used again as the tight end one. He doesn't really have to split time with anybody like he did with Goddard. And he's really prospered with Kyler Murray in that offense. And you're looking at me like he's on your pines this week. So I can't wait to hear why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Ertz at San Fran. I love that play. And if I have him, I'm starting him. And I honestly might consider him starting Every week going forward, just if he continues to produce,
0: I do think most weeks he's going to be startable. I had him on my pine list this week because the Niners' defense is really fucking good. Well, I, mean, I shouldn't say they're really fucking good. They they, they they are on paper. They are on paper. They're really good. Um, and their linebackers. I mean, Fred Warner, Greg Greenlaw. They do have some pretty good linebackers that can cover. <clears throat> so, I'm much more down on him this week, in, than I am, you know, season long. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it's a tough matchup. Personally, and I, I, I'd, with Kyler being hurt, I don't know what that offense will look like. If he, if he's banged up to the point where they struggle, I just think everyone's going to be a letdown this week. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'd probably, me, myself, I would be probably benching Ertz and looking for a streamer if I could find one, but I do think he's, if, if they have to, if, especially if Kyler is hurt enough where he can't scramble and he needs to find like a safety blanket, you know, um, Earth yep. could be that guy, especially if Hopkins is banged up too. So
1: yeah, it's kind of what I'm hoping for. That was going to be my
0: last point is that yeah. Hopkins is also
1: bang. So there's you, a
0: little bit more target share to go around. Yeah. You, you may have talked me into putting him on a borderline more <laughs> so than a, than a pine, but,
1: uh, who's your first tight end shine?
0: Uh, Mike is Love that. Uh, he's on my pine. So. He's, I, I'm so I, I get this week.
1: He's since fourth best defense against tight ends. I know. And I, I, don't even care. Actually, wait. And they? I
0: don't even care. They're allowing ten point seven a game to tight ends, which is it sounds like not a lot, but I mean, some decent amount. The Colts are the highest in the NFL at twelve. So, mm-hmm. um, well, tight
1: ends. The discrepancy between tight ends is not right.
0: Uh, but anyway, I I think it's I, I like the matchup, and we already talked about Parker going out and Waddle being you know the number one target as far as receivers go. I think Gasicki is, I mean, he's already getting targets as it is, but um, I think he's going to get a lot of even more targets. He's going to get a bump for sure going forward. Um, I'm huge on Gasicki this week. Mm -hmm. In fact, I'm going to talk about him in a little bit too. But anyway, um, I mean, if you have him, you're most likely you're starting him anyway, because at this point, he's he's getting into the point like that category of. Um, start him every week, especially in like the tight end landscape, being the way it is. There's very few trustable uh, tight ends in the league. Uh, he's he's getting to be one of those guys you can trust every week now. So I'm I'm all about Gasicki, even though I've been I, up until this point I've been down on him all year. He's been on my pine list more than once, and I've been proven wrong most of those mm-hmm. times. So, uh,
1: well, so I misunderstood my chart and I thought they were fourth best against the tight end they're actually fourth worst but that still doesn't deter me from putting him on the pine uh like i said earlier i don't trust tua there's mm-hmm. not a whole lot there for me to trust with him i just I'm, tua i really gave a fair shake to this year i feel like and he still just hasn't impressed me
0: he's been very uh, yeah.
1: yeah and gaseki has been pretty good this year and from a tight end perspective you don't need a lot for your tight end to have a decent mm-hmm. game to at least justify starting him but with this being a trap game I just don't see the script going Gusecki's way and I just I, there's I, it's more of a gut feeling for me than anything I don't trust Gusecki this week versus Houston
0: all right who do you got for a borderline or do you have any other
1: yeah, I have one more shine that I want to go over. I okay. just kind of got sidetracked because you brought up Gusecki. Yeah, our, your- our,
0: our shine and our pine were both inverses, so mm-hmm. like, we already covered both sides of that for me. Yeah, so,
1: so. it'll be interesting to see how our tight ends do yeah. this week since we have who's such uh, differing opinions.
0: Who's your other shine, then?
1: Uh, my other shiner is CJ Uzuma from okay. the good old Cincy.
0: Man. I hate this guy. I know, dude. He's so annoying. But <laughs> the
1: thing is, Cleveland gives up a lot of touchdowns. They've given up four touchdowns to tight ends this year already. Okay. So it's basically .5 per game. Uh, and this guy's the king of just scoring touchdowns yeah. for no reason out of nowhere. Yeah. And if you need a tight end to score, like most people do, that's basically what separates a really good week and a not good week. Yeah. This man has a lot of upside to score. No one knows why. And the fact that Cleveland's giving up a good amount of touchdowns to tight ends this year. That's a good streaming picker, good play this week if you have him.
0: He's like this year's Robert Tanya.
1: Yeah, he just he's not, scores out of nowhere. He's not
0: giving you like stellar games nope. in yardage, but he's getting touchdowns, which is that Kane offense for, can move the ball, man. Yeah, and the opportunity is in the you know in the red zone. He's an obvious target. You know, he's oh, yeah. At, he's probably not going to give you many games where he's above fifty or sixty yards, <laughs> but he touchdown upside for yeah. sure. Ride or die. Yeah, legitimate touchdown threat anytime they get in the red zone. All right. Yeah. So that's another guy. Cool. You got um, any? Uh, what do you got for borderlines? I have one more pine too, actually. Oh, all right. Going <laughs> deep on tight ends this week. Yeah,
1: I kind of did. Uh, Kittle versus Arizona. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's a return game and it's a division game, obviously. But Kittle's really not had success against Arizona in seven games. He's averaging fifty-nine yards per game and he's only scored one time in seven games. So, coming back off the injury, you don't know how much they're gonna. Use them in their return. I mean, San Fran's not obviously very deep on tight ends, so... I would expect Kittle to get a decent amount of targets in his game back, but I think it's going to be a scrappy game. I just, these Mm -hmm. division games get rough and tough, and just his lack of success in previous games doesn't bode well for me. So if I have Kittle, I'm a little wary of starting him out, coming
0: back off this IR. Yeah, I had him on my border. He was my borderline pick Mm -hmm. this week, and that was the exact reason why. Because I know he's back, and he's, you know, he's stepping into a sizable role in the offense, obviously. He's, you know, one of the best tight ends in the league. Um, but he's coming back off an injury, so it scares me a little bit until he – I don't know that he's fully, fully healthy yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and even before he got hurt – I'm looking at his numbers right now. I mean, he was getting – he had four receptions in three of the four games that he played. That's it. And no touchdowns. He hasn't scored a touchdown yet this year. Good God. I mean, that that could turn itself around now that he's back in the lineup. But, I mean, I was already concerned about Kittle before he got hurt. Uh, now, now he's coming back, and I, I don't know. I'm – if you have him, obviously you drafted him to start him.
1: Yeah, I have him in one of my leagues, and he's been killing me.
0: But I just it it, it would be I I wouldn't feel great about starting him no. this week. You might be in a position where you have to, and that's fine. Um, but I I wouldn't expect a you know a vintage George Kittle game this no. week. I <laughs> not don't see, I don't not see the it Kittle level old not right now. No, I
1: think that he'll be fine going forward though. Season
0: long, I'm not worried about him. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah. So I. I completely
0: agree with you because obviously he's on my pine. So I see what you're saying. I, I do kind of feel like he's cause he was a consensus top three tight end. It was him. Mm-hmm. I he, feel like he's the worst of the three. Yeah, it was him and Waller and, and Kelsey K- was the yeah, obvious obviously. number one. Yeah. I kind of think I would put Kittle now more towards like the five range yeah me too five or six like I, I think that's where he's kind of fallen into Pitts
1: is still too shaky for me to trust him yeah it's kind of they go hand in hand for me and Yeah, i think that's where the threshold kind of drops off
0: because like you're, you're throwing Pitts in there and with his target volume tj hawkinson is another name that mm-hmm. if if that offense was just a little mark bit mark andrews mark andrews so it's like kittle is very much in the i think he's in my tier like three for tight ends he's now in like going my tier two, i think um
1: he's earned too much respect for me to put him in tier three uh, my only other borderline, I guess, before we get too sidetracked here, is Tyler Higby at Tennessee. Like uh-huh. We went over over and over again. this pass defense just doesn't get any better. Uh, seventh worst against the tight end. Um, and the Rams like to spread the ball. And our linebacking corps is a little banged up. Rashawn Evans was ruled out last week. Jan Brown's been battling injuries all year. And Jan Brown's more the coverage linebacker. So uh, the only reason Higby's on my borderline and not a for sure start is that Kevin Byard does cover tight ends a lot, and he's been playing really good ball this year. So if that does end up happening, I could see them not looking Higby's way as much, which makes me a little bit worrisome. But we are just prone to giving up big plays, regardless of sure. who it's to. Ah, uh, who it's to, and being seventh worst against the tight end, I, I would start Higby this week. Okay, Higby's another
0: guy like a Woods for me that disappointed this year. Yeah, I, think I agree. There's I think- a lot
1: of potential there in that
0: offense. It's weird because the offense has been every bit as good as people expected them to be this year. They've, you know, they're obviously they're scoring tons of points. They're winning a lot of games. They're just as good as I thought they would be. But for fantasy, the guys that I expected to be better with Stafford coming in haven't been, like yep. Woods and Higby. Yep. Um, I expected bigger years out of both of them, and for whatever reason, they're just very okay. Meh. Yeah. yeah. Right. Nothing to write yeah, home about. Not exciting. But. It's been mostly Stafford, Henderson, and Cup. And. <laughs> Maybe that'll change, uh, especially going forward, because people are going to start, at some point, to game plan to stop. Yeah, they're going to figure out something. They'll just um, take Cooper Cup out of the game entirely.
1: Yep. But that's easier said than done. So.
0: Right. Well, you got a lock this week?
1: Oh, I haven't really thought about one. How about you?
0: I have one. Okay. I, right, I have
1: one. Derek Henry won't play.
0: <laughs> lock it in right now. Uh, if he's in your in. lineup, take him out. Uh, Mike Isicki is going to be the number one tight end this week. Okay. Top one. He's gonna above Kelsey Waller, Andrews, Pitts, all of them. He, he's gonna be the number one. That's my pick. Um,
1: I want. I see. I have one, but I don't want to say it because it's against Tennessee.
0: <laughs> Henderson.
1: Oh so, yeah. Running back one. No, not Henderson. Cup. Cooper Cup. Yeah.
0: Wide receiver. But one. But
1: that's not a hot take because yeah. Cooper Cup's been great all year. Uh, let me take a look here, quick, because there is another one. I just want to double check something. What game? I'm gonna guess. No. No, <laughs> sir. No. Um, I my lock of the week is that Jalen Hurts will score two times on the ground. Ooh, he's done that a couple times this year. It's ver-
0: that's. It, it's not, and he'll end up as a top ten QB if he scores twice this week. He's, I for sure think he's in the top ten. Yeah, if he doesn't score at least once on the ground, he's probably like the QB twenty. on That really rush play.
1: defense is too bad. I'm putting my money where my
0: mouth is. I love it. All right, there we go. So there's your locks. Jalen Hurts is going to score two on the ground, and be a top ten QB. And then Mike is going to be top overall tight end this week. Yeah. So lock I'm it in, buddy. Good luck with that. Locking in, taking it All right, it the well, bank. with
1: that locked in, friends, family, and anybody else, I guess, that's listening. I don't know when. Thanks, you know. Uh, thanks okay. for
0: joining us again.
1: Appreciate you. And we'll be... we will come back to you on Monday night. Right?
0: Yes, most likely yeah. Monday night.
1: Most likely yep. Monday night. We'll recap the week and talk about it's Tennessee's it. crazy Sunday night win. <laughs> Pretty excited <laughs> about it. Uh, and we'll talk about Jalen Hurts breaking the rushing record for a quarterback in a game. There we go. And we'll talk about how Mike Geseki had probably one target for
0: two yards and zero touchdowns. So if uh, if this week, week, if my lock this week goes anything like it did last week, that wouldn't surprise me at all. <laughs> all right, well, peace out. We appreciate y'all, and we will see you soon. Bye.